this waking afternoon. It's Niall Boylan. Welcome along to the show today. And my God, what a world we're living in. And what a cold world we're living in as well. No matter what part of the country you're in today, batting down the hatches according to the weatherman. Although he doesn't always get it right. Looks like the weather's going to be bad right through till Saturday. Storm Babbitt. Where do they get the names from? Babbitt. Wasn't that a calculator, I think? Wasn't that the first? No, that was the Babbage, wasn't it? John Babbage, he was the man who invented the first calculator. Where did the word Babbage come from? Well, it's something to do with computers, as far as I know. Anyway, before we start, just to mention as well, the Nile Boylan podcast mugs are in great demand. We're getting emails from people. Please don't email us about the mugs, because sending us an email saying, please send me a mug is not going to get you a mug. The only way you can get one of these mugs at the moment, well, there's a couple of ways. The main one is to go to the website and basically set up one of the subscription plans. It helps to support the show. It also gives you access to all the videos of all the interviews we've ever done. They're all on the website. You can listen to them all online, by the way, but to watch them, you must go to the website and you must set up a subscription. It's the cost of, well, the price of a pint of beer once a month. And here it is here. You get one of these. Randomly, we give away one every day to a new member. Anybody who sets up a membership. And again, I want to point out, because one or two people have said to us by email, oh, I signed up last month. Can I have a mug? You will get one. Um, uh, but the way we're going to do it is, when we get the new stock of mugs in, and this is what they look like, by the way, the new mugs. I'll show you a picture of them there. Because they look very sexy, I'm going to have to say. Well, they will come up with a screen. If you, yeah, there they are. Okay. So when they come in, hopefully very shortly, um. We will be setting up a situation whereby when you sign up for a subscription, once you've signed up for a certain period of time, we haven't decided what that is, it may be three or six months, you will get one of them free automatically sent out to you. But for the moment, if you want to get one of the mugs, all you've got to do is go to the website and support the show. It's not much money. It helps to support us to continue doing what we're doing every day and giving you a voice. And you can do that by going to nileboylan.com or indeed sharing any of the links from the website with a friend. We know from the analytics who share them. So please share it with a friend. So if you see a good show, click on the Twitter or the Facebook or whatever it is and share it with a friend. And uh, we will take note of that as well. And we give away one of those mugs every single day. Oh, yes. Well, he's just mentioned Storm Babbitt was a name selected by the Dutch weather agency, KMNI, and was named after a woman who visited an open day at its headquarters and put her own name forward with the additional reason because I was born during a storm. So she's a woman. There you go. Anyway, we're going to talk about the Garda Shea today. And are the Garda tough on crime? Do you think the police are tough on criminals? Or have they become a little bit too soft when dealing with criminals, violent protesters, or indeed thugs in general, teenagers, etc.? Are they too soft for fear of being sued, for example, or complaints? I mean, were the Garda Shea better, or the police force, if you're listening abroad, better in the days... You know, when they would deal with criminals with the same type of violence that they deserved. I mean, we got an interesting message about how the police deal with crime in other countries, like Germany, for example. Well, they use a thing called the pain grip. Now, you may be familiar with the Just Stop Oil protesters, who basically are arseholes and make everybody's life very inconvenient because they want to stop fossil fuels. Now, let's be clear about this. They're morons. Because if we stopped using fossil fuels tomorrow, the economy of the world would come to an end, where the world would collapse, people would die, they're morons. We can't stop using fossil fuels as of yet. Maybe in the future, yes. But the, by the way, that other, the leader of the morons, Greta Thunberg, she has been charged officially today, by the way, for being involved in a protest. You might have noticed she was arrested yesterday with a smile on her face. I wouldn't say she's smiling today. She could end up now with a criminal record. 
Because you can't just sit down and block a road. But you can't just throw paint over a building or whatever these idiots do. Anyway, they use a thing in Germany for these stop, just stop oil protests. It's called a pain grip. And what they essentially do is bend the wrist back on itself and hold it like that. And the pain is excruciating that you have to comply. Have, actually, have a quick look at a video here and I'll show you what, it, what, it, what it's like. Yeah, he wasn't so brave when he was taken away by the police. He was crying like a baby because they use this thing called the pain grip. It's quite controversial. It doesn't do any, it doesn't break any bones or anything like that, but it is really painful if anyone's ever done it to you. But we wouldn't do that in Ireland. They don't do it in the UK, Ireland either. We don't have guns. We don't have tasers. We don't have anything like that. But Helen McEntee, the Justice Minister, has been told to resign amid rapid rise in crime in Ireland. And you can't deny that we are living in a more dangerous world where crime rates are increasing daily. Having been under pressure for the last few months, open calls for her removal have emerged within Fianna Fáil, a party that is in coalition, of course, with McEntee's own Fianna Gael group. And the demand comes after a major increase in gang violence in Dublin. With videos of local teenagers attacking passers uh, by gay, or passers by by gaining or gaining international attention, so much so that the U.S. government have told their own citizens when they come to Ireland to keep a low profile. That's not good for Irish tourism. And many people say that the days of the infamous Lugs Brannigan, who I'm sure some of you will remember, he was from Cork, from what I remember, uh, when the Gardaí would deal with criminals with brute force are long gone, and that the Gardaí don't use the same force, nor are they as threatening against the right people. Maybe they're threatening against the wrong people. I mean, there was a healthy fear of authority when I was a kid and of the law. But teenagers in particular nowadays don't seem to have that fear because they know the guards won't hurt them. So the guards won't even chase them or pursue a stolen car anymore in case the joyrider crashes and hurts himself. So there's three questions here. Should we arm the guards? Should they have tasers? Or are they too soft? Or maybe you think they're too tough. Let me know in dealing with people. Let me know what you think. The number is, as usual, 85 That's 85 Are the guards too soft or too tough? Should we arm them? Should they get tasers? Let me know what you think. Let me go to John. John, hi, how are you? Hey, how are you? Good. John, I mean, do you believe the, the guards are too soft or are they too tough or is it just right? Or, I mean, what should they do? Well, I think the guards are uh, governed basically by the public at the moment because if a guard wants to arrest somebody, if a guard goes into, say, a domestic... I know, I have a friend who's a guard, and he goes into a domestic ab- uh, abuse situation where a guy has maybe beaten up his wife or whatever, and he goes to arrest this guy. You know, people out in the street with their phones and mm, yeah. ready to video anything the guard does. Even in the house, there might be kids in the house and they're going to video what the guard does. So they have to be very, very careful. Uh, so it's it's really it's really governed by what the public wants at the moment. I remember in I think it was the seventies. I went to a football match in Dalymount Park. Spurs were playing Bohemians, and there were three or four Spurs supporters walking through the forty thousand crowd, swinging belts over their heads, looking for fights from the Irish supporters. And the guards went in. Three or four guards went in, grabbed these guys, and they beat them with their batons. 
and they kicked him all the way up the steps and down the far side and then they brought him back to the boat and threw him on the boat and they really gave him a very hard time. But these guys deserve that. Yep. You know, these guys, but today the guards would never get away with that because you'd have the, the do-gooders and all the, you know, the Council for Civil Liberties saying, oh, we can't do this, you can't treat people like that, these people deserve their rights, they've got their rights and whatever. So, I think, I think we, we, you know, we... we it's we a fine balance. I mean, there is a fine balance to be got, isn't there? You know what I mean? And I do understand oh, I mean, that maybe they're picking on the wrong person or something like that, you know, generally well, you've speaking. Well, no, you've, you've often heard about, in the, in the olden days, the good old days... Oh, I remember well. I maybe have been thrown in the back of a paddy wagon and he might, might have gotten a bit of a hiding and he may have been innocent. He may just have been walking down the road. Now, I have the height of respect for the guards. I think they, would, they do a brilliant job. I wouldn't do it, yeah. Very, 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 very... I, I was walking down. I, I do I do tour guide, and I was walking down this uh, Temple Bar one day, and there was a, one of these guys with his ho- horse and cart. You know the t- type of guys that brings tourists around. Yeah, yeah. And 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 he was walk, He was going to go down a, a street the wrong way, where these these uh, people were not allowed. You weren't allowed vehicles down this street. And the guard, there was a guard there, and he t- said, "You can't come down here. Go down there." And he. Directed him down a side street where, where the guy could go, and the guy just gave the guard such abuse. It was just so incredible, and the guard had to just look at him and take it. Where in the old but days the guard would have pulled him off the thing and charged him under the Public Order Act. Yeah, he would. He, that's exactly what he would have done. You yeah. know, these guys are ready. They're not afraid of the guards. But is there also, but is, is there the also a problem, John, in the type of guard that we have? I'm not having a go at women, right? But I did see an incident one day in and around Temple Bar, actually, coincidentally. And there was two lads having a fight and there was a few others intervening and jumping around. There was a a melee going on, right? And two guards arrived on the scene and there were two girls. And both of them were, I'd say, five foot two, five foot three. And neither one of them could deal with it. And they had to call for backup. And then two other guards came running down the street. Two lads who were about six foot came running down the street, pulled them all apart and it was all sorted out. But sometimes, are we are we equipped to deal with it? And I, I don't want to have a go at women. There's some wonderful women female guards, right? But, you know, the, the, yeah. when we got rid of the height restriction, that was a problem because now you have guards where even men, male guards were five foot five. They're not intimidating anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. But, I, look, no, I would, not, I would not under any circumstances have a go at female guards because any, any of them I've met have been really good. They, yeah. they, 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 they use the discretion. They're, they're excellent. And they, they're, they're very But, yeah, but, but if you've, if no, you've got two lads that. fighting and a five foot two girl comes along... You know, to them, that's not a threat. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's her fault. She's probably well-trained, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and if a five-foot-five male guard comes along, it's not a threat either. So what I'm saying is that the old days when the six-foot-one guard came, you wouldn't mess in front of him. You know what I mean? Well, it's not only that, but I think if you look at the guards, that their uniforms are not intimidating. You go to Spain or Portugal, and the guards are dressed in a way sort of semi-military, they look like they, you, just, you just wouldn't mess with them. They're intimidating. To yeah, look but they have guns too. But, you know, they have, they guns. have guns as well. Yeah. They have guns as well. It, but but, but is that is that a route we should go down? Tasers, guns. I mean, all the guard has here is a nightstick and a hand with skin on it. One hundred percent, they should go down the route of tasers. I think because the guards. Uh, but then again, if a guard uses a taser on the guy and the fellow's out there with a video camera and he videos the guard using the tasers, I think one, number one rule should be making an offence. To video a guard in the course is, is, is duty. I think that's it, it, a it's, offense. it's hard to make that an offence. It's a public place. You know what I mean? So where do you draw the line? There's a grey area there. Well, if you're, if you're videoing a guy arresting somebody and you put that online, that should be a I think offense. I think if you put it online, yes, maybe. 
you know, we could bring in something well, there. But, I, but, you know, but, but, but you can't, you can't really result. restrict people from taking pictures or videos in a public place. You can't. We, then, we, then we start going well, down some sort know. of Orwellian I, I, route. I, I, well, hang on, Niall. If, if you try to go to a school, a public place, and video children, you can't do it. Well, you can't do it on the allowed. school. Well, you can't do it on the school grounds because that would be the school policy, mind you. There is an argument it's still a public place because if, if it's a government-run school or a state-run school, yeah, 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 it's public property. So, I mean, if it, well, no, you can't. If, if, if a guard sees somebody videoing them in the course of their duty. I think it should be up to the guard to say to be able to say, turn that phone off and stop video, or you'll be arrested. Okay, well, we'll stay there. We'll just stay there for a second. Let me go to John as well. John, hi, how are you? The other John O'D. Sorry, go ahead, John. Hi, how are you doing? Now, John, um, you've heard the other John talk about you know tougher, you know maybe a little bit tougher. The, the guard should be tougher, but then again, all these kids have video cameras, and basically that puts the guards off, you know, doing anything they shouldn't do, possibly. Well, you see, the problem is years ago there was no video phones. And there was a lot of incidents happened where guards really kind of done stuff that they shouldn't have done. And there was no God of it because you go in front of the judge and you say to the judge, look, well, uh, A, B and C happened. And you point to the particular guard, they say in the court, right? The judge basically wouldn't give you the time of day. But no, I mean, you have video evidence of it. So, I mean, I'd be against, totally against the idea of, of stopping people filming or making it some kind of an offence, right? Because you need to document it, whatever's playing out. Because, look... But, I, I, yeah, I but I do understand the point John is making about... I, I mean, I'm in agreement with you. I don't want to go down some sort of Orwellian route where you can't video in public. Yeah, but yeah. I do understand the point John is making. For a guard arresting somebody and there's five people standing around, young fellas or young ones standing around with cameras... It makes their job really difficult because they're conscious of every single thing they do, and they can't be doing that. They can't be like that. Well, well, if they're following procedure, there should be no problem. Like, ah, things don't go according to procedure all the time. You just can't. I, I know. Well, well, if somebody kicks off and he starts assaulting the girls, well, that's documented. Then, I mean, it's picked up on the street cameras. It's picked up on mobile phones. There would be people willing to give that footage probably to the guardian, and if the perpetrator was in the wrong. But you see, the problem is uh, th there's no confidence now in the present commissioner. There's no confidence in Helen McEntee, right? I reckon she's the worst uh, minister of justice ever, like, that that's actually humanly possible. But I mean... Now she's spending an awful there, lot of there, time in hate speech laws, baby. That's maybe she's wasting a lot of time on all the wrong stuff. And, and you see, also, like, I mean, uh, it was never happened before that uh, if you became a guard, it was a good job, it was a well-paid job, and you stayed there until you retired, Right. No, you must ask us the question, why are guards actually leaving now and they're going to do other stuff now? Like they're leaving because the pay isn't good enough, right? They haven't got the backup out there. There's not enough of them, right? No, I certainly wouldn't... And crime, rates, and crime rates are going up. Yeah, no, I certainly think they should behave more like, I mean, we said the French police, no, the German police. I was in Poland years ago, then. but Jesus, you wouldn't mess with the cops over there. Tell you, yeah, but is that, okay, but would you like a police force like that? And John mentioned that, you know, there's kind of military-style uniforms that they would have in most countries in Europe, you know, where well, they would I, literally I, would have a gun on their side. Well, I wouldn't arm the guards here, but would I, would, I, would give them I would give them tasers, but... Well, hold on, but hang on, you can't say that you have admiration for the police in Poland or Germany or whatever it happens to be, but you're not going to arm the Irish guards, because that's contradictory, really, isn't it? Well, the thing is, like, I mean, it's the way they go about our business, like, I mean, they take no bullshit, right? And, but, uh, okay, they have guns, but, like, I just wouldn't, we all see what's happening in America at the moment, there's nearly a police shooting a week in, in America, no, it's just gone beyond the beyond, as the man said. But I would give them tasers, but... 
They, I would put restrictions on them because, I mean, you can't have some fellow pulling just because there's a water protest, sort of protest about asylum seekers and the crowd won't move or something. You can't have some clown pulling out the tears of them and tears of somebody, you know, because during the water campaign, some girls around the country were going home. We all see the stuff there with the people in East Wall and everything protesting. A uh, lot of them were pushed around and shoved around there. You heard the public... Yeah, you, no, people but, should be allowed to protest peacefully. Yeah, but if they get out of hand, yeah. they should be dealt with. I mean, you see what the German police did in that video I played earlier on. The German police used this thing. It's quite controversial. It's called the pain grip. I don't know whether I mean, either like, one of you are familiar like, with that. Like, like public order unit, no, the, the, the library protest was on again last Saturday, no, here on Cockroach. And you know, the two sections, you no, know, one outside the LGBT crowd, outside the library, and the cock says no, up the end, and you have one string of guards in front of them and one string of guards in front of the other. But around the, the corner, then you had a big van with the public order unit, right? The guys we saw. Yeah, but that's good policing, isn't it? Isn't that good policing? That's yeah, what policing I mean, is there, meant to there, do. There, there was enough girls here to handle the situation. I don't know why. The public order was needed there, no right. Okay. Well, well the, the public order unit are always close by in situations like that in case it kicks off. I understand that. But by the well, way, let, we, sorry, let me just go back to the other John first. John, you say you work as a tour guide, is it? I do, yeah. Okay, are you working yeah. in the city centre? Yes, I do. Okay, and have you yeah. noticed an increase in crime? Because according to the figures, there is an increase in crime. No, not really. Um, I know that it's hyped up. Um, there are certain streets I would I would go I would be wary about going down um, with tourists because you could see you know some dodgy looking characters. Um, but you know we don't we don't see an awful lot of guards. But any guards we do meet on the streets have been nothing but polite. And I would introduce them to the the say the American tourists and and the guards are prepared to engage with them and very very pleasant. You know, so I'd be proud of the guards and the way they they they, they are they conduct themselves in the street. Generally speaking. And I would be, I would be talking to the tourists and saying, "These are our guards. We're not armed." I went to one guard and I said, "I'm telling these tourists now, what a great bunch of guys you are." And the guard was laughing. He was joking with the Americans. I, I think they're, I think they're pretty good. I no, think no, gen- pretty no, no. Generally, they are good, and, and I don't think anyone disagrees with that. Generally speaking, they are good, right? There isn't enough of them. According to John and many people, they're not intimidating enough when they should be. I suppose they shouldn't be intimidating all the time, obviously. Um, but they're not intimidating. And they're not dealing with, you know, people they arrest. And I, I played that video earlier on of the German police using what, and this is quite controversial now, this thing called the pain grip, which is where they bend the hand back against the wrist when they're arresting somebody so you can't actually move. And but no, no. Yeah. They, 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 you see, they lost some credibility there. Um, so it started with the water protest site, but then during the COVID there, where, and where the Debenhams workers there, they ran them off the streets in Dublin. They took their names in Cork, outside the Debenhams building here in Cork. When they didn't really need to do that, right? They didn't bully people up in the church up there in Sligo. They are shoving and rolling at people, elderly people, I mean, to get out of the church site. I mean, stuff like that doesn't go down well with the public. Okay, well, hold on a second. Let me just go to Kathleen as well. Kathleen, hi, how are you? Yeah, hello now. How are you doing, Kathleen? Uh, do, you yeah, believe, do you believe the guards yeah. are tough enough? Uh, I think they need more protection now. Okay. I think I think they actually need more protection because I I I was on Facebook there the other night, and uh, I know this girl. She puts her put she passed on messages on Facebook, and out in Blanchestown, you want to see there was about it must have been forty. Young people, fellas, fighting, and I don't know whereabouts in Blanchestown now. Was this the one? Where mean, the, was this the one I where mean, the guy got run over by the car? 
no, no, no. This is it, it, the guards weren't even there. There was an, a riot in somewhere in in Blanchestown. It didn't say where, but they were. But they had iron bars now. Yeah. And they were fighting between themselves, right? Now, I mean, say if a guard went into a scenario like that, he has to have some protection, surely. Yeah, can't just go in with a nightstick. Yeah. No, God, no, no bloody way. I mean, this, this, I mean, the way it is, the way it is now. You know, places like I know, I've been Blanche. I don't go to Blanche very often, but there is a lot of unrest with the young, the young thugs are out there. There's probably gangs or something out in Blanchestown. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. Oh, I'm sure there are gangs. Yeah. Oh, 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 whatever. But I mean, if if, if somebody's going to get hurted or killed or whatever or knifed up to, you know, it's frightening. You know, how is the girl supposed to protect themselves without something to? She, I mean, she's something? she's got a point. Sorry, just come back to John. Actually, just before I go to John, yeah. yeah. Well, hang on, both of you. Just before I go back to John, stay there, Kathleen and John, and I'm going to come to Morris in a second as well. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Live, live every day. And available for download from all your usual platforms. Sorry, John, just in relation to what Kathleen is saying, you know, when you see the type of crimes and the type of public disorder that we see at the moment, it's a lot more dangerous than it was many years ago. And, you know, as Kathleen says, when you've got groups of gangs with iron bars, and I did see one video there during the week, and I think it was Blanchetown or somewhere as well, where a guy was run over by a car and everything. There was all sorts of mayhem going on. Two guards run into that, they've got a nightstick. It's just useless. It's pointless. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, John? Are you talking to me, is it? Yeah, I am, yeah. What's, what's not it? That's the other, John. Um, what, what I hear you just described there, no, I mean, that's it was a complete melee. That's where the public order now come in. Not to be parked around the corner outside the libraries, right? That's where they need to come now and wade in and beat the living shit out of that mob. Yeah, but how, now, now, John, see, what you're doing is you're doing a bit of wallaboutery there, right? When Not to be parked outside the libraries. Being outside the libraries is also a form of policing as well that they have to do too. Their job is public order. So, when you know, when you've got people on the left or people on the right or people forward or people against, the guards are there to keep the peace in the middle somewhere. That's their job. Yeah, but there was, a, as I said to you, like I was there that day, there was enough guards there without the public order. Well, well, the public well, maybe, they thought, well maybe they thought there would have been more people there. The public order unit were there just in case. There's no harm. I mean, if they weren't called and they weren't needed, well and good. Yeah, but yeah, it's but how, precautionary. How how, how come we don't see the videos up there then with the public order wading in to that Melino that that lady described there? That's where they really should be getting stuck in. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. And the problem is, is that we don't have enough public order units. We don't have enough yeah. people for the public order units. So, and you must also factor in now that the whole court system does not have enough. Oh, I do apologise. Sorry, I, I'll get you back on again. I, sorry, I'll get Morris and Joe back on again. I do apologise to everybody. Unfortunately, that happens every now and again. Shane says, by the way, on Facebook, only just tuned in, but based on the headline, I'd say the Gardaí are very selective on which crimes they chase. For example, TV licence non-payment seems to take priority over juvenile antisocial crime. Protests against immigration, etc., to be higher on priority than alleged trial trafficking by Tusla. Well, the trial topic of Matusla is being or is being investigated. When you say or in Tusla, should I say is being investigated uh, according to Leo Varadkar. Anyway, Maureen says 
they show how tough they can be when dealing with peaceful protesters or posters trying to keep illegal men out of the communities while protecting uh, while protecting the same illegals. Jessica says, if you ask me, they're not tough enough. That's why the teenagers have no fear or respect for them. If they're given weapons to actually deal with thugs, the streets would be a lot cleaner. And to anyone who says police brutality would be off the charts, I've one thing to say to the guards, the, uh, one thing to say, the guards wouldn't be using force unless they're pushed to it. And we all know that the tow rags, what the tow rags are like for egging on the guards and winding them up. Okay, um, I'll go to Joe if I can, because I'll wait for the other ones to come back again. Joe, hi, how are you? Good, good afternoon, Niall. How are you doing? Good, Joe. Uh, Joe, yeah. I mean, do you, do you think the guards are tough enough? No, no, no. They're way too soft in this country. I tell you, though, I tell you, the last couple of years, though, antisocial behaviour has got worse in this in, in this country. And especially here in Cork, like, there was a couple of weeks, like, over the summer, though, you had a lot of, uh, you had a you had a man who was stabbed to death there in Cork, you know, there by um, Dawn Square. Yeah. At half a state in Demon, right? And there was hardly any guards on the scene. They came along afterwards when all the fracas was over. And... Uh, I think at the time there was like there was somebody arrested for, but after that we heard nothing about it. But there seemed to be a zero. You know the biggest problem we have in this country. Two things: the problem we have, we have these clowns going around on e-scooters, right, and they're breaking the law left, right, and centre. They're jumping up on packs. They're terrorising the living daylights of elderly people. Yeah. They don't give a hoot for the law, and I think they need to be taken off the road immediately. Yeah. Because I think they're more of a threat to society than anything. The guards, I saw, there's about half a dozen going around here in Cork now, and they're busting every law under the sun. They're, they're, they're going through lines. Right. They're wrecking, they're up on top of people. They're, they're, I nearly got ran over by one of them there one day. You know? Yeah. They have no respect for anyone. And they're, 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 they're evil. They are just pure evil people. And another thing did as well. Uh, a couple of weeks ago here in the city, there was uh, a fella nearly kicking the living daylights out of another fella down in Paul Street outside uh, a pub. I'm not going to name the pub, though, because the pub is notorious for trouble anyway. Um, and that was at half a state in the evening. And the place was packed at the time. Not a guard to be seen until about 10 minutes later when about four or five of them came along. And it took five of them to drag a man off the other fella. And the other fella was throwing punches at the guards. Now, as you know and I know, if that happened in the old days, the guards would kick the living shite out of your fella. But the guards don't see, are gone too soft. I think the biggest problem, the guards lost control in this country over the last couple of years. They came down too hard on people during the corona uh, scandal. COVID, uh, yeah. Thing, like, you know? yeah. So, so, so you agree with John O'Dea, you think people have lost faith in them or lost respect for them? Well, yes, people have lost faith in them, yeah, because, you see, they they they, came, they 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 people for no particular reason. Like you had people there going around, like, and they were following them into shops, and they were threatening them. Like if you had the mask on in the shop, we'd lock you up. You put we would find you, and you we'd destroy you. Like, daft, you know? yeah, daft. When you think back, like, yeah, you know that, and the fact then that uh, you could be arrested for not having a vaccine cert to go to eat in a restaurant. <laughs> that was another ridiculous uh, second situation. Yeah. So where do you go from there, like? Or you're, no, or you're six no miles problem. outside away from your house. Yeah, or yeah. like I saw a second, I, like, there was more gas in the street during the corona than they are now yeah. when they're badly needed. And yeah, I no, 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 I, look, I, no, I do understand what a lot of people are saying, that between the water protest and COVID-19, 
the guards lost respect because they were doing well. They were instructed to do it, of course, uh, yeah, by their superiors. The biggest, but they were doing stupid stuff. Biggest, I mean, arresting people for not wearing a mask was the stupidest thing yeah. ever. And the biggest, and the biggest laugh chain of all is during the during the third COVID lockdown. They started doing a fucking river dance video in the middle of a flaming <laughs> pandemic. Like it was like river dance does guard a patrol. It looked ridiculous. Yeah, and I think people just took the piss then. They said, so "How are we going to take uh, these take them seriously?" Yeah, okay. You know? Okay, you know, I, I understand what you're saying. But, I mean, in relation to what people are saying is people say the guards now have a fear that every time something kicks off, you know, people are standing there with their mobile phones filming the whole thing. So they yeah, feel they don't another, have a chance. Yeah, well, I think they need... Well, I see, I think that's another problem, too, with social media, to see. But the problem is that is going to happen until the guards get their act together, start mm. doing their job properly, and then you wouldn't have half that done. Yeah, should, should, should we go back to the days of Lugs Brannigan? And you know where oh, the, yeah. the guard, where the guards give you a clatter across the head if you were doing something exactly, wrong. Exactly, yeah, that would be great. Like, I would have no problem with that because I think that's the only law that people understand in this country. Well, the criminals understand, yeah, certainly. By the way, Joe, should they be armed? In an emergency situation, yes. But I don't agree with them being in, in, in a situation where they're dealing with a small crime. Because the I know, I know. But the, but the emergency response team are armed. But should the guard on duty, your average frontline guard, should they have a taser or a gun? Unless they're under threat from, uh, say, some fella who's threatened to attack them, probably yes, they probably should, yes. So you, you wouldn't have any difficulty with them being armed. Kathleen, sorry, you're back there again. Kathleen, would you, would yeah. you have a problem with yeah, them being, would you have a problem with the guards being armed? Uh, I think a taser would uh, would would stop them uh, stop a lot. And right, aren't okay. they supposed to get body cameras as well now? Well, according to Helen McIntyre, yeah, they are supposed to get body cams, but there's been huge resistance from the guards themselves against the body cams. Oh, okay, fair enough. But yeah. they should they should what they should do. Uh, you know, I think the taser would just stop anybody. They did think twice before they they started uh, acting up and being cheeky. Mm-hmm. You know, and keep law and order. I think the taser would be a great idea for them because they have, and that's probably why people are not joining because the pay is not enough. You know, look what they have to put up with on the streets. I mean, you don't have to go around. I live in the city. I see an awful lot. But I mean, now don't get me wrong. I've seen a few guards. There is more guards now, so I've seen them going up and going in the patrol cars and that around where I am. But and, you know, when it comes to these young fellas, you know, gangs of young, not, not even talking, just even gangs in general, probably young ones and young fellas and all that, you know, carrying on. Yeah, they're to- mean, well, a lot of them are thugs, Kathleen, complete and utter thugs. thugs yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, look what they've done in Temple Bar to, 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 to English tourists, you I know, know, and then know. that man in Talbot Street. I know, I know it's incredible. It is incredible. We never thought that we'd see Ireland becoming, uh, you know, going like that. Stay there. Let me go to Morris as well. Morris, hi. How are you? Hi. Good. Morris, do you think the guards are tough enough? Uh, No, I don't think so. Um, I think, like, if we go back to the days of old, um, but also the laws have to change. Like, the, the guards are too, like, there was a guard, there was a situation where criminal burglars, um, you know, a, a career burglars, um, you know, they went up the wrong way of the motorway, a car followed them, pursued them, and they got killed. Oh. And the, the courts were chasing the guard who did it was doing his job. Like, so, like, what's, what's that going to do to morale? Mm. Um, in relation to the laws, the, you know, that we have in this country, you know, they're broken. Like, remember that Forrest Nally case? In I do, yeah, yeah, of and course, yeah. At the, the law at the time, until it was changed, 
he was basically, he had no rights. He had to basically leave, flee his dwelling. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't disagree with what Padraig Nally did to, to to Froggy Ward. But what happened in that situation was they look at the evidence, and although we may not agree with it, right? You know, the assailant was leaving the house when he shot him. So this is where the law. If you if you shoot somebody coming in through your window, you're probably going to get away with it. But if you well, shoot somebody on the way out, you won't. What I heard was, and I was in Galway, um, and I was talking to fellas that knew what happened. And what they said was, he was coming at him, he shot him. Then he fled, he was fleeing, he shot him again, and threw him in a ditch. And then how he got caught was, I think, he had the young fellow with him in the van or something. He made a run for it. And I heard a few fellas saying he should have shot the young fellow as well. But, um, but um, it's the same, There was a situation similar in the UK as well, I remember, around the same time. And it was a similar situation. The guy had ran out into the garden after the burglar and shot him. And I suppose you have to have laws that, yes, you can defend yourself, but the, the defense has to be reasonable. Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I have no time for burglars. And if a burglar was in my house and I had a gun, I'd shoot him. But I'm just saying but, the law has sure. to be there as well. But also the, the crimes and stuff, like it, it's scandalous. Like I believe in Aaron's guard in relation to the, the way the Germans are. Yeah, is that the kind of police force that we should have? And sorry, do you, I mean, would you trust uh, on Garda Shea to all be armed? As long as they meet the training standards, let's say that let's say the, the the special armed guards unit um, has to go through. Yeah, it, the emergency response pressure. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not a case where you have in America where a lot of the ordinary police fellas don't have the right training and. You see all these situations where they shoot a fella and stuff, and there's massive protests and looting and rioting. Um, you know, like if they're all fully qualified and trained and stuff for every every um, situation that happens and stuff, then I wouldn't have an issue with it. But like, uh, you know, there was a thing in Orch, um, uh, a place up in Dublin where one guard car came into a whole estate in uh, Bally um, Bally or something, or uh, and you know that he was ran out of. I, actually, I'm just on that note. There's a text here. It says the police in this kip of a country are bullies and scumbags. They're supposed to be protectors, not punishers. All the people you have on air now are idiots and don't live in the real world. Come live in Ballyfermot and see how long your respect lasts. Okay, I think the point yeah, that well, the point he's making is is that the police, as far as he he's concerned, pick on young people if they're from a certain yeah, area. That's, that's that's probably Dino who was in and out of jail since he was a young fella in and out of children's court. Like, that's another thing that has to go with that children's court. Like, in America, for instance, everyone knows who did a crime no matter what their age. They might not get the same sentence as someone over 18, but everyone should know who that scumbag is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so, like, like there, like, there was a situation, a lot of situations where people have been killed and stuff, like what happened to your one uh, uh, Kriegel case. Yeah. Like, those two, boy A, boy B, like, their names should be plastered all over. Like, like, like there's no, there's no, like, and also, like we, I, I understand people's names not being released if you're protecting the victims' victims' identity. But in the Anna Kriegel case, for example, I don't understand why they're not named. Like, yeah, like those people should be named and shamed, and people should. And also, in relation to sexual assaults and stuff, people are repeat offenders are getting like two or three years, and then one or two years suspended. Mm -hmm. Like that's outrageous. Like, if we have to build more prisons, build more prisons. But like, 
like for instance, if you kill the guard, for instance, you get a minimum forty years in jail. Like the guy killed the guard in County Loud, and they brought him back to America. Well, you used to get the well, you used to get the death sentence in this country for killing your guard. Yeah, I oh, know they gave it like, the wrong. Yeah, sorry, go ahead, Morris. Like, like, like to, to be honest, the only good thing about Brexit, if I was from the UK, would be the fact that they can bring back the death penalty. And they can bring back... Yeah, we can't. We're part of the European Union. We abolished it. We took it out of... We actually, we didn't take it out of the Constitution until early 2000. Uh, well, actually, let me. I need to go to Norman as well. Sorry. Norman, hi. How are you? Hello. Good, Norman. Maybe... I think you're on a speakerphone or something there, Norman. It's a bit difficult to hear you, but go ahead. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Norman, do you think the guards are too soft? I don't know. No. What do you mean too soft? How are they too soft? I mean, are they dealing with crime properly? I mean, when you go back to the old days when somebody got a clip across the ear or a kick up the hole or whatever it was, whereas yeah. nowadays the guards are very conscious of every teenager with a mobile phone. Yeah, but you can make the same argument for teachers, that teachers can't say to, uh, to any children. So, mm. you know, they have to say, well, parents don't bring up their children properly, uh, which a lot of them don't. So how do you tackle that? You know, you're not... Arming the guards or doing it like that isn't going to solve that problem. But if, you, but if the guards, like, for example, as you know, I spend most of my time in Northern Ireland, where the guards are, or the police are armed, the PSNI, they're armed. Yeah. And they do look more intimidating. So, exactly. So if yeah. you're about to commit a crime, you might think twice if you see, you know, a police officer standing there with a gun, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm going to be honest sense. with you, from walking around Belfast, yeah. you don't see yeah. overweight police. You don't see police who look unhealthy. <laughs> you don't see police yeah. who look too small. Whereas in Ireland, yeah. it, like the mixture of Angardashi, kind of, don't get me wrong, most of them are good, decent people and everything else, and hard yeah. workers. But some of them are not very intimidating looking. But, but don't we, we need to change the whole structure then. I mean, uh, for example, if you're applying for the Gardaí, there's, there's a lot of, they need uh, more people to apply. But uh, I, know, I know people who are applying to a Gardaí, and it's extremely difficult. Mm. Uh, all the tests they have to do, the psychological tests, the interviews, they don't make it easy. You know, there's an open day this Sunday between 9 and 12. Yeah. And um, the trains don't go to 11 o'clock. So yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, no, well, I understand that. You don't want idiots in the, in the Garda Sheikhana either. You know what I mean? So you ha- and there has to be a criteria to it. Of course there is, yeah. yeah but if, if, you're, if you want people to join, you know, uh, and, and view Templemore, do it on a day where you can get the train or the bus. Not everybody has a car in this car-obsessed country. Hmm. You yeah. want people to join the thing or not? Or, you know. Well, no, anyway, yeah, but that's but it's always been the case, Norman, that you had to go to Templemore. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, but they're doing it on a on a Sunday between nine and twelve. Well, if you want the job, you want the job. But, but, I, but by the way, I don't disagree. They should be paid more money, and there should be more encouragement or enticement to get people to join. Yeah. But I mean, look, yeah. if that's what the training requires, but that's what the training requires. If you want the job, you want the job. Yeah, but I've just said that they've gone through a lot of tests beforehand and they yeah. go through these physical tests as well. There's, there's yeah, the psychological quite, uh, tests, yeah. Yeah, and the physical tests are quite... quite Absolutely, quite, uh, yeah. And they should do those tests maybe every year or every two years oh, or I every agree. five years. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, but they should keep doing them, in yeah. In this country. Yeah, yeah okay. they should keep doing them. Uh, and yeah. and do you think, you know, the old days of the way the guards used to treat people, they were a bit tougher years ago. Do you think we should bring those back? But it, but it, it, your, your your people said about COVID, you know, uh, people up in the mountains getting a bit of fresh air, <laughs> being arrested and being fined. Yeah. Or I I I, I, I uh, take the bike myself mo- a lot of time, not just the car. And if I went down to Tenure, there was, there was cars all over the place. 
you know, checking cars during COVID. Yeah, I, th- I, I think we've all agreed the guards have lost a lot of respect or lost respect during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy stuff. Have you know? ever had any dealings with the guards directly yourself? Uh, with the guards, she can't. Yeah. In in Ireland, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, I've been broken into. I don't know how many times. So right, the guards okay. end up here. But uh, in in Holland, in Denmark, or in the Netherlands, I, unfortunately, uh, I was mistaken for somebody who was a uh, had caused some trouble for the police and and unfortunately got arrested uh, by mistake. Okay. And and were you man were you manhandled? Or woman handled I, was thrown, I was thrown to the ground a number of times. Uh, yeah. The shirt and jacket were torn, and the, the the policeman actually threatened to pull his gun. Okay, and it was a mistaken identity. It was. It was. Yeah. It was, it was a mistaken identity. Somebody. Well, I hope you sued them. The pub. Well, I hope you sued them. Uh, I didn't sue them. No, but they, they don't sue things. You know, it's not easy to sue people. In, in but I, I didn't put in a complaint. Well. And it well, it is. If it's a mistaken identity and you were roughed up and you were assaulted by the gar- by the police in the Netherlands, I'm assuming the same as Ireland, if if it's found out and you put a complaint in and the complaint is in your favour, you, of course you can sue them. Sue the state. Well, I, I, I put in a complaint and the detective who investigated uh, found in my bit, but he said he would uh, deny ever having the conversation or was ever investigated. Oh, that sounds dodgy, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was also that, uh, you know, I, I was kept in the cell overnight and I, I made... Um, uh, a statement to the people, to the police, and I read it afterwards. Uh, the, uh, the statement was changed. It wasn't what I said. That's that's just bizarre, isn't it? That's I mean, unfortunately, yes. Always, when you have security forces or people who work for the state, there's going to be corruption every now and again. I wouldn't say it happens all the time, but it certainly happens now and again. No. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry to hear that, Norman. That happened to you. But generally speaking, do you think do you think the guards should be armed here? No, I think it'd be that be a bit. You saw that person up in the. If you notice, for example, in Sweden and Denmark, the, the 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 guns are in the car. They're locked in kind of a safe in the boot of the car, and okay. uh, so don't have it on them. But you start out that person who was shot, some fellow who was mentally ill or something on a scooter or something. No, no, no I, I get that. I'm going to come to Adam in a second. I'm going to take a quick seven-second break. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan podcast, live, live, live every day, and available for download from all your usual platforms. Adam, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall, how are things? Good. Adam, are the guards too soft over here? I think, well, I, I would more kind of go into the, the prompt of, uh, you know, do we need to take a tougher stance on crime? And I think that becomes a really rocky road then, because I think everyone's perception of what a tougher stance is, is, is subjective. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I think then... Well, there's different at... ways of taking tougher stance. You've got better sentencing, <laughs> which is a good way of t- tackling it, and then better policing or more intimidating mm-hmm. guards who deal with it directly because they're in the front line dealing with the perpetrators. So yeah, th- there's two, I don't two think, ways I don't of think it, it. I don't think intimidation is, is the right way to go because I think already, like, as, as someone has texted in already, like, I think if you go into, like, a working-class area of Dublin, there is intimidation tactics already happening across the board. Mm. Um, we, we've, seen, we've seen that from, you know, uh, like, my experiences as someone growing up in Castlenock is very different to my friend's experience who grew up on Kappa Road in Finglas. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's... The, there's in the in the same way that but is, is that not is in, that not a the, fair form of policing because okay I understand how unfair that can be in a young teenager who gets stopped for no reason and searched by the guards right because he happens to live in Ballyfermot or Finglas whereas the the lad living in Dock he doesn't get searched on a regular basis 
But that comes well, down if you're, to, if you're, yeah, but that comes down to one thing that there is more antisocial behaviour and crime happening in those areas. So that's the guards just doing their job. You might think it's unfair. Does that, not, does, that, does, does that not also then fuel um, crime in those areas? Because, I mean, at the same time, if you disenfranchise young people who aren't criminals by saying, well, we think you're a criminal, um, mm. you're, you're, you're going to lead them into a life of crime. You know, yeah. you're going to lead them into that life, you know, because at the, they're, they're going to be like, well, the only people who seem to be kind of sticking up for me here are the lads who are saying, look, I'll give you 100 quid if you you know, put this bag in your pocket and cycle it down the street. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, 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 that, that intimidation tactic simply just does not work. And we've seen that across the board. I mean, all you have to do is look at the way policing is done in, in America, which is entirely based on intimidation tactics. And it's a completely flawed system. It, it doesn't work. It, it, you know, it leads to people dying. And, and on the topic of like arming guards and stuff, yeah. I, wouldn't be against, I wouldn't be against arming the guards in a similar way to the, the way that it's armed in the UK where they're armed with a taser. But to mm. arm to arm Gardi with lethal weapons, absolutely not. Because we like all you have well, to do you, is you take say, a look. Yeah, but when you say, I, I know you're gonna compare us with America, right? But here's the thing. Yeah. As I said already, I live in Northern Ireland and you know, all the police up here or the PSNI, they're all armed. They all have a gun. But you don't hear people. Mm-hmm. You, but you don't hear of innocent people being. Well, I was going to say no. I don't hear of innocent people being shot. But in history, yes. <laughs> but you don't hear of the police going around shooting innocent people on a regular basis. It doesn't happen. So you that, that's you cu- that's cultural you, in America. That's the kind of white versus black thing in America. Racism going on. That's cult. It's more cultural. I think you also then have to take into account the a lot of kind of documentation that comes out of Northern Ireland, where predominantly Catholic communities do feel extremely intimidated and, and um, kind of, uh, what's the right word? Um, it's kind of uh, prejudiced against yeah. by the police. Um, you know, and at the end of the day, like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to be walking through Dublin and for, for the same as, as you know, what the previous caller said there, you know, a mistaken identity or something like that. And then all of a sudden, Johnny, who's been on the force for three weeks, who's just come out with Temple Moore, is pulling a Glock on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that. Well, well, no, I, do, I do, certainly don't want to see Johnny with a Glock in his hand after four weeks coming out of Temple Moor. There has to be serious training when it comes to using a firearm, and there's no doubt about that. But otherwise, you'll absolutely have what happens in America. I mean, there was a situation here in Ireland going back a, a good few years ago. You wouldn't remember this, Adam, but you're a bit younger than me. But there was a, a robbery in a bank in a thigh, and the special detectives were sent. They were the only ones armed at the time. And they started opening fire on the robbers that were coming out. They shot one of their own officers, and they also shot an innocent passerby. You know what I mean? So yeah. <laughs> now I'm not suggesting they're all as bad as that, but that was unfortunately didn't do their didn't do their them any credit or any justice when it comes to the suggestion that we should arm them all. Absolutely, and at the same time, we do have we do have armed guards in Ireland yeah, at the moment. The special you know response I mean? so, units, yeah, emergency yeah, response units. So it does it does does there need to be more arming other than possibly, yeah? But well, so the problem say, is yeah, but the problem is you have that situation in Donegal recently where that lunatic got out of a car with a semi-automatic rifle, walked around the town and started firing you know indiscriminately because he was having a bad day. Two guards arrived in a police car, and all they had was a hand with some skin on it. You know, and they had to yeah. wait till basically till they exhausted him, just got everybody out of the area as quickly as they could. He was shooting at them and everything. He could have killed a load of people. Thankfully, he didn't. Now he spent, he's going to spend mm-hmm. his bare time in jail. But if they had had a gun, they could have taken him out. And I think that leads into it's, it's very similar to an argument to the argument in in the states of you know what if we arm all the teachers? You know what I mean? And, you know, that'll stop school shootings. And, like, you know, it's, it's, it's a flawed argument because, like, look, 
I remember what I was like in school. I definitely wouldn't want any of my teachers having a gun because I think it would have been pulled on me at one point or another. I say, um, I say it would have been pulled on me too, fairness, Adam. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I think it's just, it's, it's a situation where it, there's, there's so much nuance to, to someone being given, you know, a, a lethal weapon. And, and there, look, there's, there's plus and minuses to, to both sides. But at the same time, I think in, in a general scheme of things, it's it's not the answer to go. I personally, I'm of the belief of there needs to be more work done in terms of social work within the communities rather than a, a firm fist on on policing. Yeah, but maybe, maybe just a little bit tougher because nowadays with kids with their mobile phones, as you said earlier on, every time a guard goes to arrest somebody outside a spa shop or whatever it is, you know the mobile phones are out. You can't bleed and touch them. Take your hands off them. That's assault. Oh, you're going, oh, shut up. You know what I mean? The thing is, though, like, but, like, yeah, like, let them film because at the end of the day, it's, look, the Guardian isn't doing anything wrong by placing an arrest, right? Yeah, they're going to get screamed abuse at with them holding a phone, but they're going to get screamed abuse at anyway. At the, at the end of the day, what that recording does essentially is if there is excessive force or anything like that, it does hold... But, they, but you have to use excessive force sometimes. I mean, look at... And I mentioned at the start of the show, look at the way we deal with protesters here, right? Now, I'm not talking about all protesters. Everyone's entitled to protest. I'm talking about the ones that make knobs of themselves, right? So, yeah. I mean, in Ireland and in England, we take the Just Stop Oil protesters. Now, thankfully, we haven't seen many of them over here yet. They're on the way. Um, you know, it's kind of a softly, softly approach. In Germany, they use yeah. this thing called the pain grip where they bend their hand back, pull them off the road, and they don't take any shit off them. They just throw them in the back of a police wagon. You know what I mean? So th- there's no mess, and you can video all you want, and these people are in pain while they're dragging them away. And my argument is, you should have been sitting in the middle of the road, so. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, look, I think, I, you know, I think at first for everything. I think Although I'd say you're, I'd say Adam, you're a, you're a sit in the middle of the road person, are you? Absolutely not. I can't stand just that oil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the ones. It's one of the few things we'll actually agree on. Well, the good um, news today, for everybody, by the way, who's listening, is Greta Thunberg was charged today in Britain. Yes, she's just been charged under the Public Order Act for protesting. That'll be good. She'll have a criminal record now. That'll keep her quiet for a little while. So, well, stay there, Adam, please, just for a second. Let me go to Maureen. Maureen, hi. How are you? Oh, sorry. I need to turn you on for us. That'll be a good idea. Sorry, Maureen. Go ahead. All right, okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, um, yes, the, look, first of all, I think the whole justice system needs to be overhauled. Helen McAtee must go. Drew Harris must go. Because they're useless. And we need to get back to the policing of the day that I remember. Like, we had a respect for the guards. And I tell you something, if you stood and they were questioning you back, answer them. Like, they wouldn't be... Um, you might get a you know clatter around the ear or something, or yeah. you might get a, a boot in the arse, mm. and told go home to yourself, you know. Yeah. But you see, I, I, I think they're being told this because look, what we're seeing now is we're seeing these. I'm just going into this this new this um, hate speech bills and all this kind of nonsense that's coming in. We have we have guards driving around the country in coloured cars for goodness sake. We've got divided society. Are you talking about rainbow cars? <laughs> yes. How? How? We've got divided uh, don't societies. Upset, Adam. We've got protective. Yeah. I couldn't give a shite. <laughs> we <laughs> have, we have protected societies. How in the hell is that going to work in policing now? And I'm saying policing, 
Because and yeah, I, but I mean, don't get me wrong. Look, there's, there's a debate to be had and around what the guards should and shouldn't be representing and who they should and shouldn't be there supporting. Is, yeah, but they okay, are but that's but hang on, but that's not tack, that's nothing to do with tackling crime. It does, like, like, what it, like, can I can I just can I answer? If they one want thing? to what? paint the car rainbow colours painted, I don't personally agree with it. If but they, they want to support lie. LGBT with flags lie. hanging out of guard no, stations, no, 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 it's, no, a, no, it's no, a different no. debate. My point is, my point is, my point is, they're supposed to be impartial. Yes, yeah, sorry. Can I that point? Well, hang on. Adam just wants to respond to that. Hang on. Adam wants to respond to that. Go ahead. Right, Maureen, Maureen, if I if I went and robbed a bank, they'd put me in the back of the rainbow car as soon as they would anyone else. Like, it's not like the gays are getting, like, a pass to crime just because there's a rainbow car. Like, that's, We're that's not, not how it works. Adam. The guards are supposed to be impartial. They're supposed to represent everybody and they're supposed to drive around in their cars the same colour as they always were. I'm going to be honest, Adam. I don't agree with everything Maureen says, right? And I don't believe, by the way, if you're gay, you're not going to get arrested, right? I think <laughs> it doesn't matter what colour the car is you're getting put into. But I do agree with her that the guards should not be painting their cars in rainbow colours. They shouldn't be flying rainbow flags on top of a police station. The only thing that ever should fly on the top of a police station is an Irish flag. Or a Garda, yes. Garda slogan. That's what I mean. I mean, when we had the last referendum, the Garda Sheikh Connor were, were supporting the yes vote. They shouldn't be doing that. They operate for the state. They should be impartial. So I do agree with her. Whether you agree with the rainbow flag or don't agree with the rainbow flag, I'm not passing judgment on that. I'm just saying the guards are there to do a job, which is to protect the citizens of the state. They're not there to support <laughs> NGOs. And, and that shouldn't yes, be the that- case, Adam. Yeah, and I, I, what I was meaning is not to show sides. They're supposed to represent everybody. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I, I, so from that point of view, Adam, I don't, I don't yeah. think, I don't think it's it's relevant for the guards to be doing that. Whether you agree with it or not, it doesn't matter. I just don't think it's relevant for them to be doing that. Let's I move. Don't think, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think rainbow cars are relevant to the debate either. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I, I know it's a separate debate, but what I'm saying is, just in relation to that. But they're not because it. Do, Hold on a second. It doesn't affect they how they tackle crime. They don't jump out of the car with a dress they on them. Are, they are relevant to the debate to me and to a lot of people. Yeah, but, because by doing that. They're taking sides which they're not supposed but, to do. But they're not actually taking sides. Okay, they're representative of an organisation, but they're not taking sides. As Adam rightly they said, are. if Adam was in a fight, they're not going to ask him, is he gay, before they arrest him and say, listen, you're gay, you're grand. You get a pass. That's not the point now. No, 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 that's not the point. The whole the point about it is that they shouldn't be doing it. Because by doing that, they're not representing everybody, is what I'm saying is. Even in public buildings, like over courthouses or any other public building, okay. this flag flies. Okay, we're, ta- we're taking. Okay, we're taking the conversation in the direction color. that I wasn't really planning on going to take. But let, let me get back to policing in itself. You say right. they're too soft in general. They're too soft. Okay, so we so what's so soft. what's the answer? Should they rock up and if say Adam or somebody or Dave who's next to talk is misbehaving, give him a box across the head and then put handcuffs on him, or what should they do? Well, they should take. I think they should take a tougher stance and they should go back to the way they were. But, of course, that's not going to happen because they're not allowed to do that. And I listened to the people that were on about the time during the COVID time. They got so much power that time that they were actually drunk on power. They were dragging people off buses because they wouldn't wear a mask. They were dragging people, stopping people walking on a beach where there was nobody on it. But yet they were on beaches dancing, Jerusalem, like we saw nurses in hospital and all the rest of that. Crack. I, I, I can't unreal. disagree. Uh, you know, Adam, I, I can't disagree with that. You know, they, they did oh. lose respect, Adam, during COVID, the guards. 
I mean, arresting arresting people on a beach was stupid. I look, I adhered to the COVID guidelines for the first lockdown. The other ones, not so much. But yeah. um, you know, I look. I think at the end of the day, if if the guards want to go and make a video of them doing a little dance, I, <laughs> like it, to be to be completely honest with you, it, like it doesn't affect my life at all. I couldn't give a bollock. Like, <laughs> I know, but you, but you not really do you not think they have to gain they have to gain public respect, and when they start arresting people going to mass or arresting people on a walk and on a beach on a Sunday afternoon, yeah. oh, you know, okay, I know the rules are rules, but you use common sense as well, or you know, or, or there was one woman in, in Cork, she was put in jail for not wearing a mask. I mean, like, yeah, you know, that was bonkers. Like, we're supposed to have respect for justice, respect for the law. And you see stupid stuff like that. There's guys go into a courtroom and they have 10,000 porn images of kiddies or something like that. And they get a two-month suspended mm-hmm. sentence. I mean, yeah, this yeah, one's in a cell for wearing, not wearing a bleeding mask. You know what I mean? But yeah, like, it's, 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 the same, it's the same thing, though, of, like, I, like, I would be under the opinion that, like, people are, the, the guards are, are much too soft on what we've seen in, in recent years in terms of, like, the likes of the... <laughs> I, I won't go into it because I know it'll it'll set Maureen off. But like, go you know, for the, it. The, <laughs> well, the likes of of the libraries and and all of that. I think the guards were much too soft on 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 the people who were storming, you know, children's events. You know, it was it, it was you know it was disgusting to see those videos from from the far right storming into libraries and frightening kids. What's far right? And the guards just standing there. So Adam, can I ask you a question? <laughs> Yep. Adam, there we go. I, <laughs> like I didn't want to. I don't, Adam, listen, I couldn't care less whether you laugh at me or not. It doesn't bother me. You can laugh at me. I know it doesn't worry. Are you in favour? Are you in favour of men dressed up like Christmas trees reading books to children? Why does a yeah, man I'd need be... to dress up in a dress to read to children? What is the reason for it? So are you in favour of that? Are you in favour yeah, of the I... books that are in these libraries and in school for young children? I've, I've been to the panto many. That? I've been. I've been. I've been to the panto many times. So yes, together. I am in favour. It's the same thing. It's the same it's thing. It's not the same thing. In a pantomime. In a pantomime. It's a man in a dress. Okay, we well, listen, lads, <laughs> lads and ladies. We, we've kind of gone off, ventured off into a direction that I don't want to go today. Stay there, Maureen and Adam. We'll come back to that argument another day. Stay there, both of you. Let me go to Tony. He's been waiting ages. I do apologise. So is Dave. I'm going to come I to him too. Oh, days. Tony, I'm so sorry. But I could listen to Marty and all day. I agree with everything <laughs> she said. Yeah, dressed as Christmas trees. <laughs> yeah, I've seen them dressed worse than Christmas trees. But go on, go on, Tony. What's the point you want to make? All right, like I think if it was policed the way Adam is policing, that they'd be going around and sprinkling fairy dust on criminals, <laughs> or they'd be going sending a social worker out and things like that. Like I if, don't think that's what Adam was advocating, to be honest with you, Neville. All right, but there's a question I'd like to ask Adam as well. Like, if he saw a woman being attacked, or a child being attacked, and he's the first man on the scene, like, what's he going to do? If I if I saw if I saw someone being attacked. Now be honest about it. If you saw a fella, a six foot fella, and he's attacking a woman, he's raping a woman, and you're passing by, like, what are you going to do? I, all right. If I saw someone attacking someone, and like, well, yeah. first of all, are they armed? Are they armed? Like, because I'm I'm not walking up with someone. No, what are you going to do? You see the initial woman being attacked, a woman being raped. What are you going to do? Like, as a man. <laughs> I'd walk over and deck him. You're going to fucking run by the sound of it. Yeah, but no, he just said he'd walk over and deck him. 
No, I don't. I doubt, I doubt very much. Well, well, Tony, really well, hang on. With respect, Tony, to, to, to Adam, if I was in that situation, you'd weigh up the situation. If it was a fellow you thought was, you know, you, you wouldn't put your own life in danger either. If I thought a woman or a child had been attacked by a man, it's just in my DNA. Yeah, you'd have a go. Yeah, that's what Adam said. You'd have a go. He'd walk over and deck him. No, no, no. I think there's too many people like Adam that are like, Oh no, it's nothing really got to do with me. Adam didn't say that. Why are you making stuff like up? He didn't say that. <laughs> he didn't say that. Because what listen said to him over the last No matter what way you answer that question, it was going to get the same result. He'd be yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the last one. He'd be the last one, a woman that throws him the stress that wants to be a baby. Okay, I don't know why. I don't know why we're making it about Adam all of a sudden. But but getting back to the police in general, Tony. That's the way our society is going. What too soft? The society is going. If you look at the older generation, like Maury and like myself, like yourself, just like the old way was the best way. There was a little bit of fear there from people. There was a bit of intimidation there from people from the guard. But just like that's gone now. Yeah, there is. Well, no, they're, not, they're not as intimidating as they used to be. I'll give you that. There's no fear of authority anymore. They wouldn't have done that until at 14 and 15. You know yourself. You're in the same age bracket as me. There's no way you the assaulted. There's no way you the assaulted are like that. See, a lot of younger people don't remember that. Adam certainly wouldn't, obviously, because he's younger than me. But, yeah, when I was, you know, young, uh, you know, 15 years of age, you wouldn't give back cheek to a guard. You get a box in the head. You get a box in the head. I remember us playing football or playing cards, and I'm gonna do. There'd be a few coppers out playing cards, like a few, a few pennies out. You go, here's the guard, and you pick up the money, and you say, no, we're just playing, we're just playing, we're just passing time. But just like there was a respect and there was a fear there as well. That fear is gone. Like that fear is gone out of the younger generation. Uh, yeah, well, sorry, sorry, Adam, go ahead. I disagree with that because, like, I'm a younger person and I have complete respect for the guard. Yeah, but that's because that's you're know. a normal person, Adam. You know what I mean? <laughs> you yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not one of these little scrotes who don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Just like the two young girls that were sent up to Ballyferma and that scumbag got six months and he rammed that guard again. What were you doing sending two young females? Yeah, because where was the public order you were then? So we send the public order you know, to a bloody library and say, no, well, that's what about me. I don't even like that word, what about me. Yeah, well, no, no, the point I was making is that the public order unit should be at both. They're there to keep the peace. So they should be at the library, if indeed there's a bit of a hoo-ha at the library. But they also should be in Ballyferma too. But I'd put them in Ballyferma ten times quicker than I'd put them outside the library. Okay, well, put them in Ballyferma well, ten times quicker. And it's just, well, I think that's, that's based off your own political allegiances, though, realistically. Yeah, but just like, what political allegiance is that, Adam? Well, judging off, judging off what you've said, I would say your political allegiance I'm is much more conservative. I'm not even two young women being rammed in the guard car, and the public order unit should be there instead of a lawyer. Yeah, and, that was, and you were telling me that that's was, my political... No, there's two that young was, women's voice but, but hang, well, hang on, Tony. The, the point is the public order unit should have been in both places. Do you understand what I'm saying? They, there's a lot of people in the public order unit. 
the reason they were at the library and they were parked around the corner was in case a fight broke out between the left and the right. In case okay. a fight broke out, like a guard of car was rammed and two young ladies. I, I know, yeah, but you can't, you can't put the two of these together. The public order unit were there to stop any trouble that might have been there at that particular protest. But they also, I agree with you, the public order unit should have been sent up or called up for backup in that situation in Ballyfermot as well. Both occasions. But also, like, yeah, they're not psychic Sally either. They didn't know that that was going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, hold on, there was stolen cars. There was stolen cars whizzing up that road for an hour. It's on playing video, and they sent two young girls up to it. Yeah, that was a mistake. What made come out of it? No, it just didn't just all happen in ten seconds. They should have sent the public order unit up there and went in heavy-handed. Okay, well, hold on a second, because I want to go to Dave as well. Stay there, Maureen, if you can. Dave, hi, how are you? <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Go ahead. Dave, you there? Uh, last Dave, I think. Uh, hello, Dave, are you there? Okay, we'll go back to Maureen anyway. Maureen, uh, you know, I've been listening to some people and they're saying you can't really go back to those days because, you know, the guards weren't right in what they were doing by boxing the head off people. Well, at the stage, the way the country is going now, now I think we have to. Yeah. Because the job they're doing now is it's absolutely useless. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't, I, well, I don't know if it's useless, but it's not good enough. No, it's not, but they're coming down heavy on the people that they shouldn't be coming down on. They're not coming down heavy yeah, enough on the people are. they should. Mm. And that's the problem. And it's all coming from the top. So it all needs to be overhauled. Do you, Tony, do you think the guards are doing a good job? Yes, I do, but I think their hands are tied behind their back because the Minister for Justice is the worst in the history of the state. Helen McAtee is the absolute worst. Yeah, well, if she spent more time dealing with crime and dealing with justice than she did dealing with hate speech laws and stupid NGO stuff, well, maybe then, you know, things would be better. People being murdered, the people being murdered, and the, the people that, like the children being molested. Mm-hmm. Or is the children being groomed? I don't think she even, I don't think she's paying any attention to it. Yeah, I find, I find that bizarre, by the way, that story in, in relation to children who are under the care of Tusla going missing or being groomed by gangs. And I know Leo Varadkar said it will be investigated, but, I, you know, you'd imagine it would be given some level of importance. Ben Scallon asked him. He's the only one who asked him. Ben yep. Scallon is the only one that's brought up. Yeah, but just like him, Roderick O'Gorman seems to be totally oblivious to it. And he's the Minister for Children. Stay there a second. Let me go to John. John, hi, how are you? How are you doing now? Good. John, do you think the police are doing a good job? No. No. Would you like uh, the full version or the short version? Uh, well, make it whatever version suits you. Right. Uh, I, I always, uh, well, probably I'm in the same age bracket as you. So I always thought that, you know, the gather were to community people. Hello? Yeah, I'm listening to you. Uh, last Wednesday, I have garage insurance, by the way. Yeah. Last Wednesday, uh, there was a puncture on my car, and I, I just forgot to change my garage insurance onto another car. Right. And my, uh, this is kind of a double-ended sword because it's uh, sort yeah. of talking about the health system as well. My wife was waiting on three years for women, we'll call it woman problems. 
And coming into Kilkenny, a bank guard stopped us and took my car off me, even though I had a picture on my phone of my garage insurance, everything that could prove that I was insured, and left my wife late for her appointment that she now has to go back maybe two or three years for. Oh, sorry to hear that. And and did it have garage plates on it? No, 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 no. Garage insurance is different than garage oh, okay. plates. Oh, okay. Oh, it's like an open policy. Yeah. Yeah. And was the car taxed? Was the car taxed at NCT? I had a picture on my phone of hmm. garage insurance. By the way, because you do have 10 days to produce insurance, was the, did you have a tax and insurance or tax and NCT? Yeah. Okay. And well, I don't know why she took the car off you because you do have 10 days to produce your insurance. No, she gave me a 10 day producer as well. I don't know understanding why they took the car off you. Neither do I, my friend. Hmm. That's that's well that's not that's not good policing if it's if it's the case that you know and obviously I'm hearing your side of the story. This was a yeah. woman talking to a woman that had medical you no know, female problems and yeah. she did not care. That's that's quite shocking, John. Sorry, and I'm sorry to hear you went through that experience. But generally speaking, leaving aside your own personal experience, which wasn't nice, do you think they do, do you think they do a good job? Absolutely not. Okay, all right. Let me just go to uh, John and Castle Knock. John, hi, how are you? Hey, you know, everything. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Do you think the guards are doing a good job or are they too soft? Um, oh, well, it's a complex, it's a complex question. Um, the guards generally, have, I think, have no interest in sort of petty, petty crime like burglaries or even shoplifting, God help the uh, shop owners. Or, or even the thoughts unless they're clear cut and there's a totally innocent victim. I mean, the prisons are. You're, you're, I tell you, John, your phone line is extremely bad. It's very difficult to understand what you're saying. Um, are, you on a, are you on a speaker or something like that? Or? Yeah, I'm trying to. Hold on. I'm yeah, I can't understand a word you're saying, unfortunately. And there's a dog going bonkers as well in the background. Okay, are you there? <laughs> are you there, John? Oh, okay, we'll come back to you in a few minutes when you're ready. Ned, hi, how are you? Hi, how's it going, Niall? Yeah, sorry, I don't know. What, I don't know if that was a dog barking in the background with John or something like that. I don't know what it was. It was all sorts of noises going on there. Maybe he was being arrested. Um, I, quick, 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 quick side point quickly to, to the young lad who was on there a while ago. He's on about that. Uh, he just brought up quickly and I have to uh, just comment quickly on it about the drag shows. There's a difference between pantomime and what he's saying going on in the libraries. They want going on in the libraries. They have an agenda. What they're doing, the kids, pantomimes don't have an agenda. That's the, that's all I will say. So that's why I don't agree with the pant the, the drag queens teaching kids because of an agenda. Okay. Moving, okay. On moving on quickly. Moving on quickly. Um, I think we should get rid of female guards altogether. Get rid of them. They're useless. Yes, they're useless. They're useless. Sorry, they're not, well, they're they're not, useless. That's a bit of a, an unfair no, comment. No, they're not no, all no, useless. No, I've no, met no, some no, good no, female no, guards. No, 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 listen, listen, I'll explain. Give me, give me a second to explain. The reason I explain is they're useless. They're not worth the money that we're spending on them. And the reason why I say that we're not getting value for money. Do you think that's sexist? We're not getting, no, I don't think it's sexist. I think it's realistic. The same way we shouldn't have fat fellas. There's too many fat guards as well that are useless. Well, they can't I, do anything. 
Well, I, w- I, w- I would agree with you about unhealthy guards. And by the way, the head, the constabulary in the UK, in, the, in England actually, the commissioner in England, has said that there are too many guards overweight and if they don't lose the weight, they lose their jobs. They sling their hook and we should bring back in minimum weight. No need for small as well as a kind of... And, and I would that. agree with we, you. I would agree with you. But, here, but here's the problem, Ned. When you bring in the height restriction you restrict the amount of people that can apply for the we job. We are, and, and I think that's what the problem is, is you have big fellas won't go in and you tell the right people for the jobs won't go in now because they'll be carrying everyone else. Mm. And that's the problem, Diane. You know, I was down inside an, uh, an Aldi here in Waterford Monday and there was a big foreign fella, not saying he was foreign, just saying he was just foreign, but he was, I should say, big fella, big burly fella. They sent down three guards, female guards, that couldn't do a thing. They had to wait for backup of two other cars, and even at that, it took three big burly guards to bring down a man. That's the point I'm making. Look, Neil, if you're born in the bin, I have no point in saying it. I love women, I'm not against that. But I don't want the female firefighter coming up the ladder that can't carry me down. I want a big burly man that can pick me up and throw me over the shoulder and rescue me. The exact same way if I'm being attacked as a man by some other fellas, I don't want three female guards coming that can do nothing that can't save me. I want a guard that's well able to do his job and, and, and that's what's wrong with the guard of force today. There's not enough there's not enough decent cops in there. The lads are trying to do their best to them, but I'm sorry, it's inefficient, it ain't working, we should go back to the old way and I'm not being sorry, like, a, a little... A bit of roughage, dust, dust, and a uh, decent fear is well back needed. I, I was so what? You'd stop hiring women? I would. I they could put them in to do nothing, but I wouldn't have. Uh, well, what, 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 what about what about the? You know, I mean, you remember the old band guard who used to be over five foot eight, five foot nine when they used to have height <sighs> restrictions. Would you be all right oh, with that? Yeah, we, had, we, had, we had a handful of them, and I don't mean that. They're, they're a rarity, and they had their very good use. But we need more strong men in there that do strong men. Just strong, I don't mean a good character. Now, you know what I'm saying. No, no, I, no, no, I know, I do know what you're saying, but I just think you're being a bit unfair. I think there are some no, guard, no, female no, guards no, who do a good, no, really good job. They might do an investigative job, but they don't do a, a job that we're talking about dealing with the scum we're on about now, and that's what we're talking about. So, actually, do it. Well, hang on, Ned. Stay there for a second. Let me just go back to Dave. Go and try to get earlier on, but I don't know where he went. Dave, that's great. Ned says, get rid of the female guards. That's the problem. <laughs> Um, the only problem is one of them. It's one of the problems. Yeah, sorry, Nick. Dave. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, well, what if you have a girl who's been sexually assaulted? Like, who's she going to open up to? A female guard or Tyke from Tubber Curry who's six foot tall standing over her? You know what I mean? I, t- so, I think she'd open up to a, a caring person. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Sorry, yeah, you're, you're, I'm sorry, but, no, no, if, no. You're being sexist now by saying a man can't do a caring role. I'm sorry, but no, you're not. What? You no, are I'm not. No. I'm not. You have been sexist by saying it. No, you say she wasn't open up to a man. Really? So so a woman who's just been sexually assaulted by by a man is really going to feel comfortable around another man, a big, tall man, guard or not. I'm sorry now. So so that's painting us all with the one brush. Sorry. Well, you you just painted all women with the one brush by saying they shouldn't be in the guards. I I wish I saw the world in black and white terms like you. You Hang hang on, Ned. Hang on, Ned. Just let Dave finish what he wants to say. No, I'm sorry now, but... Can I talk? Yeah, you can. That's okay. Dave, go ahead. Uh, Thanks. No, but like, to be fair with the guards, it's it's a multifaceted problem. Like, they are understaffed. They're under-resourced. They're, they're, you know, they're not getting a lot of uh, in regards to recruits because the money is shit. You know what I mean? Like, we have TV shows like Inside the K that shows exactly what the kind of stuff they're dealing with. If you lay your hands on a scumbag and you hurt him, even though he might deserve it, 
you could end up being the one in trouble. Like, I won't mention the guards who are in trouble at the moment, but we all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? You know, know what I mean? Like, But I mean, I, I watched that K program. You remember that redheaded arsehole that was standing behind the gates and the guards were standing oh, there? Yeah, yeah. And he kept oh, going, yeah, go yeah, on, yeah, ride me. Been... I ride you. Yeah, I ride you. Yeah, yeah. I'd have yeah, boxed the head off him. Boxed the head off him. I mean, they should have been able to pull. They should have been able to pull him over the gate and stamp on his head. But unfortunately, the guards being the guards, what they represent and what we need them for, they have to be above reproach. And I know people are saying bring it back to the old days, but in the old days there was rampant corruption in the guardy. You know, I don't think like I don't think your local guard should you know still be able to like box the uncle across the head for giving him a bit of cheek because you're not I really think he should. Him. I think he should I think he should because I tell you one thing the streets were nowhere near as bad back in the 80s when that happened and if you were too young to remember that you'd want to learn then what it was like to live back then for the people who lived there and lived under yeah. that so the you think it's okay then for so yes I do so, I, might, I don't want to oh, okay. say something I do I, I, I do relax relax I lived relax. I lived, I lived through and you didn't so learn take, take from a the elders take, Take a breath. Hang on, hang on, Take Ned. a breath. Take a breath, Ned. Shut up, Take a breath. <laughs> maybe, maybe chill out. Maybe, maybe, maybe they are from the, the, the coffee or the cans of Red Bull. You're, you're the, you're the, I don't drink Red Bull. You're the little gobshite for the problem. You don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lad, I'd love to go for a pie with you. I say you're going to crack. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah I tell you what, I'm a better laugh than you are, you Muppet. <laughs> 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 Oh, oh man, I, Dave! I, Dave! I don't think you've or Ned. I don't think you've ever met Dave. He's not a small fella. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I can take it. I, but like to be fair, but like if you think about the areas that the guards have to go into, I mean, like arm. Like I'd love to see the guards with license, tasers, a pepper spray. Maybe not armed. You know what I mean? Maybe that's well. Like I would love to see more armed guardy, but maybe in a more centralized location, like every big town has a locker or has a squad car or has a couple of guards who are on hand who are trained on how to use firearms because I think just well, I, 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 guards I mean, have these, these young fellas that carry noise act a little muppet the guards can't touch because they're not allowed because they're too fragile and that's why you have little shits growing up now turned into violent angry men because they're not being controlled when they're really younger we have a soft we have a, we know we have this thing you can't say that to anyone anymore. Everyone gets no, but tough. What do you want to do? You just you, you can you can say whatever you like. You just call me no, a muppet several no. times. Here you uh, go. Nobody's stopping you. I'm on about the guards. The guards can't you, you said nobody though. I'd be a little bit no, more specific. Well, oh, right, right, okay. I refrain. There nobody. The guards. I saw an incident happen outside the supermarket. The, the three young fellas squared up to an old man, and the guards couldn't even say anything to him. Yeah. What, what do you mean the guards couldn't say anything to him? The guards were there, they oh, no, stop, no, 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 calm down. Because the old man came over and was pointing them out. An elderly man. And the one for the went over, I'll bust your head. That was my day. He would have been arrested, arms up his back, and dragged up to the guard station. Oh, the okay, okay. Well, well, hang on, Ned. Dave, he's got a point. You know no, what I mean? No, but that's fair. But see, yeah, no, no, no. But finally, those, those three young lads in that situation that he's described, they wouldn't have lasted going back 20, 30 oh, years ago. The guard no, had knocked the head off them. They would have got the shit kicked out of them. But here's the thing, though, as well, right? And listen, lads, the guards still hit people. I know young fellas who haven't deserved to get the clipping have gotten the clipping off guards, okay? You remember there was a young fella in um, Clamel many, many years ago, 14 yeah, yeah, years old, yeah. brought in by the guards. Yeah, all those guards um, were secretly, I would just quietly retired. And the DPP, no, the young fella was a little shithead. I, nobody's denying that. 
Did he deserve to die, though? You know what I mean? No Turning a blind eye can, no. can lead to this kind of I stuff. Agree but with you're you're no, but, oh, man. Take a breath for a second, lad. I'm trying to make a point, right? And you'll probably end up... And look, and you, look you might agree with me. The problem is... He does agree with you, actually. He said that's what he said. No, but the problem isn't the guards. The problem is the judiciary. The problem is that we have scumbag solicitors who hear of someone getting hit by the guards and they're like, here, you free, know, come under my wing aid, there. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you a free legal aid. We'll sue the state. You get a pay I get a pay We are woefully underprepared in this country, law-wise, to deal with people under the age of 18. But then, like, could you imagine, like, a guard becoming apathetic towards his job when he pulls a guy into a cell for... The hundredth time in the year, eighty previous convictions goes in front of a judge, and judge says, uh, "Community service yeah. down to the piece." That's I where the problem lies. Okay, well, do me a favor. I, I just got to get to Morris before I finish here today. Morris, stay there, please, Dave and Ned. Morris, hi, how are you? Here's the original Morris. How are you, Noel? How are you doing, Morris? The real Morris. <laughs> you heard? Well, you heard I'm Ned. Good, Ned said we should get rid of all the female guards. They're the pro- They're part of the problem. Well, look, I'm glad you allowed Ned to say that because everybody's entitled to their opinion. I don't agree with him. I, go, I know some great women guards and they've done great jobs. I know some great guards. And I know guards that have left the force because of this illusion and they've lost pride. Uh, I'm looking at guards walking around Dublin now, all heights, different sizes, shapes, and they're dressed like fucking Thunderbird drivers out of the car yeah. Thunderbird with all the stuff on them. Now, one of the things that really shocked me was in, in relation to Ned's argument there was an incident a few years ago where a guard was called out to a domestic violence that a woman was being attacked and the guy had a gun and he shot the guard dead. He was the biggest, boriest guard you could meet in your life. He'd strangle you with one hand. But that animal had a gun. He didn't kill the woman, but he killed the guard. He lost his life trying to protect the woman. So there you go. He went to work and he never came home. He went home to his family in a box. I look at guards in Dublin and I'm looking at people they're disillusioned. There's no pride. The uniform means nothing. They don't care. They, people have turned against them. There's in-house fighting going on in the guards. They hate the commissioner. The guard representatives saying, we're not getting good money. We don't care. We have a problem in Dublin where people get attacked and murdered. There was a 12-year-old child convicted of stabbing a woman to death in Dublin. And he went yeah. out to rob somebody to get money for heroin. What a country we live in. What a disgraceful yeah. country that children are committing murder in this country to get money for drugs. Horrendous. Can I, so, so, uh, I who, commit, okay, I, very quickly, go can ahead. I echo, can I can I echo yeah. what that said, Judge? I, like, I agree with you. And that's kind of, I, look, I might be explaining it, but that's where I'm coming from. When, when I say, look, I know, I, I'll accept that there is maybe a, a certain role that female guards can do. But I think what's happening, as you said, with all these shapes inside it, if you look at it logically, like way before, when gar, a good-sized guard coming in to do the hard, on-the-beat work, He's going to have to carry all the under overweight short fellas that can't do that, and so you're not going to attract the the men that could probably do it if there was more like a, a better standard of, of we should have it. I mean, there there are front lines to protect our citizens, so we should have a Niall. certain standard of capability Niall. that they can do. Okay. Yeah, sorry, Morris, go ahead. Niall, one of the things that I just came across myself in the last couple of days, and here's another slap in the face for the guards. Somebody mentioned earlier on on the programme that the, the joyriding incident up in Cherry Orchard where they rammed the guard car. One of those drivers was caught. He's only after getting six months in prison. Yeah. He should have got three years for attempted murder or maiming or using a vehicle as an instrument of 
to cause death and destruction. As a weapon, yeah. He'll be out after 12 weeks. He'll be out after 12 yeah, weeks. Yeah, but a lot of people are arguing as well that those two guards shouldn't have been sent into that situation in the first place. I know those two guards then were out sick because of, you know, they're obviously they were quite stressed after that because their lives were in danger. But they should have sent the public order unit in. Exactly. You know, you, you, don't, you don't send two, I mean, with respect to what Ned said, and I think even David would be, you don't send two five foot two guards into a situation where there's a hundred teenagers. No. You know what I mean? No. But then again, if you listen, I'll tell you what, if those women were told by their superiors, oh, you can't go in, use their women, I guarantee you they'd take a case of sex discrimination against the force. Probably would, probably would. Listen, Dave Morris, listen, thank you very much indeed. Sorry, I have to wrap it up. I'm way over time. Um, some of your texts uh, coming in, by the way. Somebody says, Niall, uh, the guards in this country are useless. End of story. Uh, other people are saying they do a great job, by the way, just to balance it out. There are people who believe they do a great job. And I'm not denying that they want to do a great job. I don't believe they have the resources. Billy on WhatsApp says, having spent time in Germany, specifically Bavaria, some points on the police or the police, yeah, as they are known locally. They are armed. They are fit. They are respected. You're not going to mess with them. They are polite and helpful. They are visible with cars and foot patrols, visible and frequent. I think that's a really good point. Um, I, I'm going to agree with Ned on some things. You know what I mean? That you can't have guards who are overweight and unfit. In England already, they've said they're going to get rid of police who are like that unless they book up. I mean, what's the point? You know what I mean? Someone just said on WhatsApp, uh, female texter. So, uh, okay, uh, that Ned is, that Ned is on his period. What is he shouting for? He's a Muppet. <laughs> All right. Uh, Aaron says, ask those, gar uh, those callers online why they want to join the guards if they're giving out so much of the organization so much at uh, uh, bang guards. But they don't call them band guards anymore. That's not, you're not supposed to say that, band guard. That was an old word. It's female guards are just guards. Anyway, I, I, I do agree, by the way. There is no point in sending with respect. And, I, I, you know, there's a lot of female guards who do a wonderful job. But there's no point in sending a five-foot-two woman to deal with six lads fighting in the middle of the street. It's pointless. She's just got to call for backup anyway. You know, you need to send the appropriate type of people in to deal with appropriate situations. And it doesn't matter. That's not a sexist comment. That's just a logical comment. Um, I don't agree with Ned that we shouldn't be hiring women in the cards, by the way. But he thinks you shouldn't be. He thinks it's all gone downhill since we hired women. Now, thank you very much to everybody who got involved in the show today. I think we have a serious problem in this country when it comes to crime. And I'm promising you it's going to get worse. And I don't mean that in some sort of threat. But it is going to get worse. We have a new Ireland. An Ireland that's expanding, an Ireland full of different cultures. We've seen examples all over the world where multiculturalism increases crime. And sadly, it will. Uh, I'm not blaming people who come into this country for that. It's just that sometimes cultures don't mix too well. That is going to get worse, that aspect of crime. The other aspect of crime is going to get worse is petty crime, theft, public order. Because I don't think it's being dealt with properly. I don't think the sentences are long enough. And I also don't believe the guards are dealing with it properly. And I think they're under-resourced to deal with it properly. I think young people are getting away with too much, which means they go on then to be worse criminals as they become adults. We want to know what you think. You can text or WhatsApp at any stage, by the way, at 85 Don't forget, by the way, this show will be available on podcasts from all the usual outlets to listen to in about an hour's time. 
You can also watch the video of all the shows. We've another interview today to do today at three o'clock, which we don't put out live, but it'll be on the website to watch. It's in relation to free speech, and we will be talking about that about three o'clock or so. Again, you won't be able to watch that live. You have to go to the website, and you can download it later on today. To do that, you have to subscribe. It's our only way of making some money to pay for all of this. There's three of us working on this show, and none of us get paid for doing it. As you all know, I have a full-time job in radio. That's how I supplement it. But we would like it to pay for itself. So we're asking you, for us providing you with a voice uncensored during the day on this podcast, between Monday and Thursday, every single day, live at 12 o'clock, we're asking you to help us, support us. How you can do that is go to the website and subscribe. Not the free subscription, by the way. The paid subscription is five ninety nine. It's the price of a pint of beer once a month. It's not much to ask. If you can't afford it, that's no problem either. We completely understand. Watch it for free during the day. We don't charge you for watching it during the day free because we want you to interact. We only charge you if you want to watch it later on or you've missed any of them and you want to see all the old ones. There's over a hundred of them up there now that you can watch and all for five ninety nine. It's good value. And to top it all off, if you subscribe, see these wonderful mugs. And the new mugs, which are coming in very soon, by the way. That's them on the screen. In a few minutes, they will just appear on the sea. There they go. They're the newer ones coming in very soon. And we will give away one of those every single day to people who subscribe or somebody who subscribes on our website. Just randomly, we'll pick somebody and we'll give them one of those every single day. We will be bringing in a promotion very soon whereby everybody who subscribes for a period of time will automatically get what we call the smug mug. Because people say I have a bit of a smug face. So that's called the smug mug. And everybody will get one when they subscribe to the website. That's coming very soon. We'll let you know all about that. In the meantime, please, please support us. We can't do this without your support. It's not much to ask. And I know a lot of people who get involved in the show on a daily basis. You know, they kind of say to me, well, how are you keeping it going? How do you afford it? Well, we're not. We, we just try our best to pay for it ourselves. And it's not cheap. As you can imagine, there's lighting... There's electricity. Everything is to be paid for. And we are doing our best to continue doing that. And we will to continue to do that because we're determined that this will work. And we're determined that this will pay for itself eventually. But please support us. That is the only way we can make money to avoid having banners of ads up here on the screen for some, I don't know, Tesco's or something up there or whatever it happens to be. We don't want to, we don't want to go down that route because if we do, those advertisers control what we say because that's what happens in media. You have to be careful what you say because you might piss off the advertiser and you lose your sponsorship. So we don't want to go down that route. So we rely on you to pay us. So please go to the website, nileboylan.com. Go there. To, there is there. www.nileboylan.com. It's on the screen. Go to the website and please subscribe. If you subscribe, I promise it'll be worth it. You can watch all the previous shows and you are subscribing to keep this show going every single day to give you that opportunity. I'll talk to you again tomorrow at 12. Don't forget, by the way, later on on the website, we'll be talking about free speech. If you want to go on and look at that video later on this evening, you will see it there, all right? We'll have a special guest on Zoom, and we'll be chatting all about free speech in Europe. Thank you very much, indeed for joining us. Talk to you again tomorrow at 12. Until then, have a great day. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Nile Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms. 